I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Well, 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 look who's turned up, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Brighton were brilliant, Arsenal were befuddled, and QPR were besieged. Away we go! Hi, everyone. I realised that as I said that intro, you might think Jim's here. He's not. He's still in Edinburgh yeah. doing comedies. Um, I can't bastard wait to talk about QPR. <laughs> so can we get this out of the way? <laughs> Would you talk about Brighton before that? Yeah, I'll give, oh. them, a, give them a mensch. Have a McLaren dessert. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, that's what I'll do. McLaren, <laughs> no, McLaren can be the coffee and mints. Yeah. Uh, afterwards. We'll I imagine nice you relax. eat actual mints though rather than mints. Uh, do you want to go into the um into the award room for Port and McLaren? I mean Port and Cigar. <laughs> <laughs> McLaren can be the coffee and mints. Two things mm. I don't like. Um and but the thing is Pete thinks I meant mints as in like beef mints, like a load of no, oh, no, like no, I think that's more on Brandon. For me, yeah. Yeah. Know, yeah. I'm never more than half an hour away from a big bowl of beef mints. <laughs> <laughs> Clip that. <Yeah. laughs> well, as you should be. Uh, let's uh, let's begin with the Premier League, shall we? Let's go to the South Coast. Brighton beat Manchester United 3-2. Mourinho said he didn't want the media to try and make him critical of his own players. Do, does he need the media to do that? Yeah. I, did, anyone, did anyone like pointedly go up and go, what do you think of Luke Shaw? <laughs> Yeah, like was that what you, like all last season? What do you think of this person? What do you think of this person? The no, he just came out and just slagged everyone but, off. But we all know between now and the next game, he will say something. Yeah, of course. Because he won't be able to stop himself. But Brighton, the Amex was absolutely pumping. pumping. I love it down there. It's a great place to go and watch a game. I was, <laughs> I was trying to take a picture of a man who was on the television in the stand uh, blowing up a big balloon. Was there? I didn't see it. He was a man who was blowing up a big balloon. I was like, oh, God, yeah, has he got enough puff in his lungs for that? And did he did, did he do it? He managed it in the end, yeah. yeah okay, and did, what did he? What, which shape did he turn it into? It a Jose meant... Mourinho shape, <laughs> and, then, and Darren Bent scored a goal off it. <laughs> um, is 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 um, so? Depending on which reports you read, and I guess we'll talk about the game in a second. But I thought Man United were poor, Luke. They were poor, but depending <laughs> on whichever angles you read, they're either in a little bit of um, disarray, yeah, or it's an absolute shit show. Mm. Second, so, second one. So some people, <laughs> you're going second one, <laughs> yeah. okay? So that's how you registered. But some people will say, oh, you know, Mourinho and Ed Woodward had a disagreement about players in the transfer window and that's just how it goes mm. and other people are saying they're at all out war and then there's talk that Woodward yes. popped into the dressing room after the game now I tried to do a bit of reading around that I don't know why he did that mm. was there any explanation that you saw I that? couldn't see any explanation and, yeah. and it may well come out that Massage, what the sports massage? Yeah, exactly. I, I think anyone who watched that match as a Manchester United fan probably would need a rub down after that. Do you reckon he got he got like a tight yeah. calf being so angry? <laughs> really clenched. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe he wanted to see some fine torsos. I don't know. Maybe should his, do that in his in his spare maybe time. He's, he's also the kit assistant. Maybe his hand is so tight across the Manchester United wallet. Yeah, that he's probably sprained his hand. Carpal tunnel syndrome. Yeah, he's he's gripped so tight, stopping any of that money coming out. Hello, Ed. Do you want to come in? Is it your wrist again? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Not, bless him. Bless. He's got. Ed. He's got. He's got. He looks a bit like a um, businessman, Toby Jones. Yeah. The what, was the, what was the? What was the? What was the joke that they ever used to say back in the day? Oh, why is why is Edward Woodward got four D's in his name? Because otherwise he'd be Ewa Woo Wah. That's the joke, isn't it? Is that the joke? Yeah. That'll do. Yeah. yeah. I quite like that. No, I think that sums up Man United's performance. I was going to well. say, Ewa, Ewa. They had no D, did they? They had no D. Certainly not. They had no drive, no determination. No. Yeah. Um, no defending. No defending. Thank mm. you. Mm. To make a hat trick there. They, they were piss poor. There's no <laughs> two ways about it. And uh, every, every pass seemed to be a foot behind the player. 
I thought that's unhel- unhel- unhelpful at the rest of the time. Wouldn't happen on De Bruyne's watch. Peter, was it? <laughs> Peter, I want the official line here. Is Mourinho a bastard flash? I think he's... Uh, because I know what Luke thinks regarded, to that. <laughs> regarded as being, I think, he, yeah. He, I'm, he's getting hammered on all, I'm getting hammered on all what? counts for even saying the word Jose Mourinho these days because yeah. people think I'm obsessed with him. That's because you keep singing that song. Though. I am quite. I am sort of quite obsessed with it. I'm quite <laughs> obsessed with the fact that how he can get away with treating his players in such a way, yeah. in such a public forum, repeatedly, but Pete, and then also treating journalists quite badly as well, and yet still getting a lot of rope. Still getting a lot of rope. Well, I mean, the amount of trophies you've won is going to give you a decent amount of rope. Mm. I know. I know the, the longer we go on and all that kind of stuff. But are we should we also be giving some credit to Bryce? Oh, don't worry, we'll do that. Okay, right. Because <laughs> I'll move on to Sometimes we forget, don't we? <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, and I, I thought, I mean, I, I really enjoyed Glenn Murray's finish. Mm. Oh, dear. glorious. I'm yeah. glad. Uh, yeah, okay. Let's, let's talk about that then because the way he lost his marker yeah. and f- top striking. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, it was glorious. Experience. Yeah, love that. I, I, you know, on the pitch, Murray's been a great performer. On the other hand, he is 34 years old. And, <laughs> yeah, what's. And I mean, you think. So what's wrong? What's your point there? My point is that he's three years younger than me. <laughs> No, that he, that he should. That, you know, you wonder whether these are the sort of games that Man United should be winning, and, and the defensive unit should be able to marshal him fairly effectively. I mean, Murray was essentially playing up front on his own mm. with Pascal Gross behind him, yet he was able to to cause all sorts of problems. And I think that's that's a that's a worry. The first yeah. two goals when they went in, like take it back to the manager, he was apoplectic. He couldn't yeah. believe what was going on. Mm. Well, even the penalty which Gross took. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Did he, did he try and miss that? Yeah, <laughs> it was the most nervy penalty you'll I see. Close to missing it, didn't he? It's yeah. just sort of, uh, I'll just sort of gently stroke this down the middle and say, "Oh, it went in." Thank goodness but, for that. But Pete, you fit on something there, which is that you're talking about the passing. They seem to be. Um, they also seem to be a half a sort of step behind Brighton for most of the game. Yeah. And Paul Pogba came out and said, "You know, our attitude wasn't good enough, and we need to we need to do more." And I know Pogba's got this new role as captain, and he's obviously on penalties as well, and he, and he does seem to be taking more responsibility, doesn't he, mm. Pogba now? Mm-hmm. But you wonder whether that's going to be enough and whether United, everyone at United is enjoying the football very much. I know there are Man United fans out there who like Mourinho still and want to see him stay and all that kind of stuff. But it doesn't seem to be all very in, rosy in, in every, the garden, In every it? 50-50 battle in that match, um, you were looking, you were betting um, that Brighton were going to get the ball off that player. Every single time a Brighton mm. player got, got near. Yeah. And they did. They weren't necessarily like packing the box or anything like that. They were by the end, obviously. But like they... Every time there's 50 between two players, they were just taking the ball off Man United players, and it's like, that's just not good enough. Well, if hustled, you look at the respective quality, they, they Hassel and Harry and, and, and Manchester United did not like it up them. They were off their game. And that's not like, um, you know, you could say it like so many times, oh, Jose Mourinho isn't kicking the balls for them. You know, they should be able to pass a square, uh, pass a ball square. But it, when it permeates right throughout the whole squad, Marshall didn't even take his chance. Marshall was on the on the field for the for the first time in a little while because um, obviously Sanchez mm-hmm. wasn't playing, and he didn't take his uh, his chance with both hands at all. He just looked listless as well. Listless, I think, is the the way you'd sum it yeah, up. Just completely so. disinterested. And in the second half as well, you three one down at half time. There was no reaction. No, I mean the penalty that was way at the end of the game. Mm. Very poor. And I just, with Mourinho, we know that look, he's one of the one of the most decorated coaches, well, of recent times. Certainly, one of the best coaches of his generation. He's decorated with frowns this season, it would appear. Yeah. And and with Mourinho, he likes complete control, as some managers do, uh, especially in in England over the years. It's more prevalent here, you could argue. When it goes wrong, it goes wrong. It permeates through everything. Mm. We've seen that before. I mean, this is yeah. you know the third season and all that that kind of stuff. When it goes right, it permeates through the whole club. Um, and it's going wrong. It it it, it is ro- it is not. He's not having a good time. At no point during the summer was he was he at all positive. It was all doom and gloom. And the season has started just like uh, many people thought it would because of the feeling around the club. And and what did you think of their performance against Leicester in the context of that? Then because Leicester looked okay as well. They didn't did, they? yeah. I, I I you know. But it was a great win for Brighton. Really pleased for them. They're away to Liverpool next. Now having lost their first game. Again, I know it's an obvious thing to say. You don't want to lose your first three games. You know mm. what a win that is because yeah. or Liverpool away that will be very very tough. Oh well, because Brighton's away form is, is away record is terrible in the Premier League, so it's really important for them to win the home games. Obviously, Man United um, play Spurs at home next, mm. I think, um, and we'll come on to Spurs in, in a while because we we're at that game. But tough old, it's a tough old ask. The, for them, the weird thing with for, for Mourinho is maybe that game. He can play the the style he wants. He'll keep them very very solid and try and nick something on on the break and not be blamed for it sort of thing. Well, yeah, I, Spurs are a good team. So it wouldn't shock me if Man United went and got a result there. Mm. So yep, um, who there knows? Are, um, but it was it was 
it's got to the point now, hasn't it, for Mourinho, where, and I know we are part of this, but where, I wouldn't say like we're waiting for him to fail, but like when something goes wrong, it's almost like an outcome the wolves, isn't it? Every time. And that's well, that's a hallmark it, it, of someone it, who's in trouble in his job. It's, it's because like it, that sort of um, thing takes such a long time to reverse. Um, I can't remember the last time a manager came out of this where he's just he's just upsetting everyone around him. It, it seems to be obvious that that's what's happening behind the scenes. The team don't seem to want to play for the man. And it just seems like it, it, that sort of problem, it never ends with a manager retaining his job ever. I don't think. They always leave. They and always do, have and to you, leave. And do you think it's because there's no real upside because when they win, they don't think, they don't always, well, they don't very often look good doing it. Mm. Yeah. So you think, oh, you, it's not like, I mean, Manchester City, you go and put six past someone or, or you know, smash another I know what you mean. It, mm. it doesn't look that good yeah. even when they win. Mm. Yeah, I think so. I think Paul Pogba's probably got a, a countdown somewhere quite visual as to when the uh, the other country's transfer window closes. So uh, we shall see. Um, let's move on to Chelsea versus Arsenal. Mm. Very entertaining first half. It's so weird, wasn't it? for all the wrong reasons. Well, not all the wrong reasons because <laughs> there was four goals, but you know what I mean. Arsenal, I, I, I don't know what to think. If I was an Arsenal fan, I, I mean, they, they created a number of chances. So going yeah. forward, you know, if you can start, if they can start converting them, Mm. And they did score two goals, but very vulnerable at the back, but then showed character coming back into it. It was an odd one. (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with Arsenal going forward, really. I mean, I take the point... A bit more clinical, but yes. They missed a few chances against Chelsea, uh, but they're they're not short of talent going forward. No. Um, So they're they're, they're always going to be, I think long-term, they're always going to be good for a goal. And obviously Emery's new in the job. So um, I I was quite interested in what Ian Wright said, where he said, you know, I quite like the way that certain passages of play, the way they approach the game and the fact that Emery made the substitutions and, and was sort of quite decisive in doing that, mm-hmm. something that Wenger obviously has been criticised for before him. Mm. And um, it also shows that Chelsea are a little bit vulnerable yes, at the back, which is definitely. odd because they look quite strong in the fullback areas, but centre-back, they don't look that great. And I wonder if because of this change in formation, which has given Conte a little bit more licence, whether they've not got as much protection in front of the, of, of the centre-backs. Kante, Kante. Kante, Kante, sorry, sorry, sorry. The I, thought, I thought you were talking about um, Mr. No. the man who's gone. He's not the manager anymore. That's so right, yeah. He wouldn't be able to do anything about it. Indeed. Although uh, he will try, probably. Yeah, he might do. He might have a it. But yeah, it was great for Arsenal to get back into the game. But then, of course, they uh, there, was, there was a minute where um, they were 1-0 down and they had an amazing chance yes. which was just put over the bar Aubameyang. by, I think, Aubameyang. And literally a minute later, Chelsea scored the second. And you yep. thought, that is, if you're an Arsenal fan, you're thinking, yep. That, that's basically what happened <laughs> Back to again. us. Yeah. But, but you wouldn't have, if you're an Arsenal fan or anybody else watching, you wouldn't have expected them to come back, back into the all. game no, at 2-2. Exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. so, so. But at the points t- in, in the game where they were really good, they were really good. And the yeah. points in the game, they were really bad. So it's like, Absolutely. to have that capacity for such a swing, Yeah, it's like one of those places on earth where it gets really hot but really cold yes. in the winters. Like Almaty summer. in Kazakhstan, for example. There's one. Yeah. Or there's Moscow. One. I was going to say Kursk. Is that one? Yeah, I think it's one. Okay. Minus 45 and plus 31. What about um, Korea? Japan? They would, uh, didn't they? Uh, maybe Sapporo. That probably got a bit of a swing onto it. Okay, yeah. right. A lot of Central European countries mm. as well. Yeah, um, and 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 the, the, the challenge that... The ch- sorry to rest this back, Pete. But the, 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 <laughs> it wasn't my choice. The, um, the, uh, it never is your choice, no. Peter. The, um, the desert. The, chale- <laughs> the challenge that, um, that, that Emery had is is still the, is the challenge he still has, yeah. which is essentially making them look better defensively. Mm-hmm. Now, Czech had a better game than he did against Manchester City. I think we'd agree on that. But the back four again for Arsenal against Chelsea were actually quite average. They're quite poor. So, I mean, he's got to solve some problems there as well. Socrates is having a real difficult time settling mm-hmm. in, which you may, may, may expect, really, because they've played two good teams. Um, yeah, so, and, and let's not forget that. Yeah, and, he, and so he, he may feel like he hasn't had a, ch- a chance to get his feet under the table, and maybe that'll be better in long term. Mustafi again, mm, not yeah, sure there's any way back for him long term, really. Yeah, for, for Arsenal. So yeah, there's still questions to be answered. And, and but the positive is that going forward they looked okay. Gendouzi looks a player, and he looks great. Yeah, that, they were just a bit profligate, um, but other than that, they were okay. And and it's going to get easier for them now, isn't it? You you would hope so mm. for Arsenal fans' sake. Mm. Not the TV. So they got West Ham and Cardiff next, so they need six points. But the, but the thing is, they haven't got any sort of pop points that you would think, oh, that's a bonus. Yeah. But those first two games, bit of a free hit, new manager, you don't want to get pumped. Um, but at the same time, if you could pick up a point, that would be a bonus. Now they've got pressure on themselves because they've really got to get six points these next two games. Mm. Yeah, I, I just think that, that getting themselves back into the game and then 
losing from such a poor goal. The, the goal that was scored and, and subsequent chances, it was as if they were 5-0 down yeah. with a lot of second-string players, you mm. know, so that will be very um, disappointing. But there are positives to take. What do you mean? Emery really celebrated the equaliser. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. absolutely <laughs> pumped it. He was loving it. He looked quite passionate. I thought his suit was going to break. We'd all like to see that burst. It's in Zidane style. I think, I, think, I think we can agree. Zidane's trouser bursting was just the most spectacular thing I'd seen all that season. If, 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 we, if we put together the top 25 moments of football for the last 10 years, Pete. Disrobing. Would you have that in there? Yeah, football and disrobing. It was just so exciting. And it happened twice in a row. A wardrobe yeah, like, malfunction. He was, he was a like, wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> he said that like an alarm. Yeah. It was like uh, he was wearing the stripper trousers that strippers wear. Oh yeah, oh, with the Velcro. The, yeah, bit of magic Mike. Bit of magic Mike. <laughs> bit of magic Zizu. <laughs> magic Zizu XXL. Would it be in the top twenty-five along with that bloke um, brushing his teeth behind the? Uh, yeah, the, that, was a, that was a long-standing favourite for a little Bridge. while. Yeah. What, I wonder why we haven't seen him again. <laughs> Thrown out for bringing a toothbrush in. Yeah, maybe yeah. deadly weapon. Mm. <laughs> uh, but... Sharpened it like a shank. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, which wouldn't be funny at all, of course. Uh, let's go uh, to, to Burnley versus what? another win for Watford. Mm. To put mm. three past Burnley at Turf Moor is no mean feat. And it was their first away goals in the Premier League since January. And what a way to do it. Andre Gray with a lovely one. Paul Lintz said it could be goal of the season. I think that was overstating the case. <laughs> I, think, I, think that was, I think, to be fair to Paul, that's over-egging the pudding. It was a great goal and they linked up really well. Hey, why um, do you want egg in a pudding anyway? Well, yeah, well, it's an ingredient. Yeah. It's an ingredient. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, is that okay? <laughs> why do you want egg in a pudding? Why would you? Want, why would you? Why would it's not that about be what you focus? want? Is it? No. You, you've got to make it. Why do you want tomato in a pizza? Well, it's just an ingredient. It's an, it's ingredient. an ingredient. But speaking of it, of of of, um, of spicy ingredient, um, <laughs> Troy Dini. Well, Will Hughes. Oh, Will Hughes <laughs> taking taking the uh, the immediate area to the side of the pitch in front of the dugouts, right down to the trenches. Oh my goodness! That was for me. I cannot believe. Pundits were saying that wasn't a red card. Was it more of a red card than Kennedy's for Newcastle? <laughs> Both equally red cards. Was it Harry Arter for Cardiff as well in that game? Yeah, yeah. That was a really tempestuous Ca- game. Cardiff, I think, kind of going to lose a lot of players this season. I'm surprised that, uh, that it was the Newcastle player that went off, but then I realised what side we were, it, it, where the player was. Basically, I was yeah. Like, yeah, my key was on a terrible first half. <laughs> yeah. But well, let's move on. But to Will the Hughes. I mean, that was it was naughty, very naughty. And he scored the naughty. Naughty. he scored essentially the, the decisive goal, lovely as well. goal as well. Yeah, it I, was a nice goal. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I enjoyed Troy Deeney's finish uh, when he when he went through because that kind of outside of the boot with the with the right foot when you're when you're coming onto it that pass and, from and when you're Troy Deeney. Yeah, exactly. It was <laughs> that delightful. Pass, that pass from Decore. Yeah, it was good. That was absolute beauty. I, I think Watford could could well be in for a good season here. They, 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 they've started well and, and again they're a side that I think your average football fan and I don't want to do Watford a disservice but I think that they're perhaps with the exception of maybe one or two promoted sides mm. they're the side in the league where people sort of think oh, how, do, how do they play what, what's their strategy <laughs> I don't know too much I mentioned this the other week so sorry to go on about it but I, I, we've always said this with, with, with Watford and their uh, their previous um you know large loanies sort of system that, mm-hmm. that, that they had and but it's quite um, a transient club Pe- it did transient quite work. Well. Yeah. It, exactly but it seems to work and uh, two well, wins out of two I'm, i wouldn't profess to be an expert in it either but one thing i would say is that he looks like grassi has got the confidence to yes. play dini and gray up front together mm. and when they do that they tend to play well they look, to, look like they link up well mm. um so maybe he'll stick with that um and i was going to say maybe he'll stick with that particularly in the home games but obviously they're away at burnley um, so that that, you know, that makes a difference, but Burnley look. I think I'll be a bit worried for Burnley if I were, if I were a fan. I mean, they're playing. They've not got a deep squad to be um, doing what they're doing in Europe. I mean, I don't think the Thursday um, Thursday Sunday match really worked. Well, so they play they play their final preliminary qualifying round this week, don't they? Olympiakos. Mm. Olympiakos. I, I don't know. The thing is, it's, it's a really difficult situation because if you're a Burnley fan, you want to see them in Europe. It's amazing. Course, I've yeah. seen my club in Europe. They're not a traditionally big club. They mm. don't go in Europe very often, <laughs> if, if at all, ever. And it's an amazing thing. Even Pete's seen his club in Europe. He has, yeah. Many, many, times, many times beating the likes of Barcelona. Champions League and all sorts, Peter. <laughs> um, but for, for Burnley, of course, they really I, I imagine they desperately want to stay in the Premier League as well. So it's a difficult thing to balance. Um, and they're, they're not a team who score, as we all know, score hardly any, any goals at all. So the pressure is always on their defending. And if you're going to concede a few goals at home, 
It's, I mean, it's curtains, essentially. There's no way Burnley are going to score enough. And it's frustrating. I know sometimes when we talk about it's a long away trip, the likes of Turkey and Greece, and, and really it's just another couple of hours on an aeroplane. But still, yeah. there is a sort of psychological thing they could have done without having to go all the way down to... Well, they wouldn't be play, I mean, they wouldn't be playing a game on Thursday. It's as simple as that. If it wasn't yeah. for this, they wouldn't be playing a game. Uh, yeah. Sure, but I mean, I mean, the, the draw could have been that you know they could have played a, a team a little bit closer to uh, old Blighty. But I suppose for Burnley, having such a great season last year, they qualified for the Europa League. I think they've. I think they've got to to give it all. They're all. I'm not suggesting you're saying the opposite, mm. but you, I don't think they should do. Was it their Stoke under Pulis when they went away to Valencia and he just fielded a very poor side? Was oh, it? I don't remember that one. Was but it, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was surprised. Pulis. Forgive if, me. If they're still in, if they're still in Europe by uh, the time the next transfer window comes around, they're going to spend big. I think. I think they're really going to speculate. Well, they'll, but they'll be in the Europa League proper if they can get through this yeah. time. And I just, I just think for the season they have, don't get me wrong, Burnley love being in the Premier League. I don't think trying to get into the Europa League will jeopardise that long term. He's got his system, he's got his players, and and the manager's there. It's a settled club, and, and they've added one or two faces. I, I just think, what, what what can Burnley realistically hope for? Getting into the Europa League would be absolutely enormous for them. And, mm. I, and I think they've really got to do that. Instead of thinking, do you know what, actually... We'll, we'll just kind of recoup and we'll do what we well, normally the, do. The problem is they've had, they've had quite a, a soft start, really, because they play the only team they'll play that a, a traditional difficult team in the first sort of month or two of the season. I think is Manchester United at home. Other mm. than that, all their games. I mean, look at the games they've got: Fulham away, uh, Wol- Wolves away, Bournemouth at home, Cardiff away, Huddersfield at home, um, and then and towards the end of October they play Man City so that, it's important for them to get off to a good start and they it haven't is. done that so far but they've got a chance there with those fixtures as you say yeah so there we are alright ladies and gentlemen after the break we're going to talk about Tottenham Hotspur and QPR see you in a moment a lot can happen in three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Because I'm good at what I do in, in uh, the football world. And you can't pull the wool over my eyes. Not now, Richard. 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 That was uh, Sam on uh, BN talking shit. <laughs> As did Dennis Wise. Uh, Mike Ashley's got his boys out in force. The yeah. ironically named Dennis Wise. Now then, let's have some emails with PED. Let's have some emails with PED. Hello to the wonderful, um, who have we got here? Alex Robinson. 
Uh, long time listener, first time emailer, enjoying the show. I even pay for the additional bonus material knocked together on the 29th of each month. Rude. <laughs> Says, uh, well worth the dollars. Everyone should pay for the Acast subscription. Uh, it's a cheeky plug to try and ensure you read my message out. Basically, All right, uh, thanks for your email. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I just saw this. I just saw this in my own house, and I was shocked. The things people use bananas for. Oh, and basically, he's attached a picture of a banana with some hair ties around it. Oh, this is oh, presumably. Some, you put presumably, your... I put a watch. Uh, put me watch around a banana in a bit of Im- impromptu silliness you in the last to, show. You need to be careful with this particular train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> the things people use bananas for. Yeah. Axel the Foley. Foley. Axel put, Foley. Yeah, stick it, stick it in the tailpipe. We've all got tailpipes. Yeah. Uh, hello to um, <laughs> Ahmed uh, Ahmed uh, Nada. Uh, hello, Ramblers. Uh, this has nothing to do with anything at all, but I thought I'd amuse you guys that the Egyptian Premier League has been in- getting injections uh, of cash, Ooh. not from oil, but from uh, drinking contracting. Co- Companies. The Ooh. Stars of the Future FC by Pepsi, FC Coca-Cola in the uh, lower leagues, and a team looking for promotion, the Cairo National Bankers. Wow. <laughs> Which sounds like a wonderful youth. Sounds like rhyming slang. Speaking of sports, yeah. did you see, I think it was in the Mexican League, the uh, chap doing a press conference, yeah. and all the products just yeah. sat in front, of, in front of him, like yeah. granola and all sorts like of things. It's happening to chow down. Back in the golden days of Soccer Saturday, when mm. um, they used to, I possibly they still do, but they used to cover the Welsh League. They probably still do. I don't think they do the updates. And, and sometimes yeah. when there was a particular goal, Jeff Stelling would always go, and they'll be dancing on the streets of Total Network Solutions tonight, <laughs> which is always very enjoyable. Um, some of the other uh, teams in, in, include uh, the Asiat Cementers, nice. the Nag Hammadi uh, Aluminium, and the Police. <laughs> wow. uh, personal favourite of Ahmed is uh, the Bani Suef's Telephones. Wow. That's nice, yeah. The Telephone. What are the Telephones? Wow. We're great. the men to call. Great. Leave your yeah. calling card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, taking the three points. If it is a three-point system, I haven't checked the Egyptian league. It probably is. Well, go and check while I read this email out. Jonah Clark, Leicester versus Wolves. Mike Dean plays a lovely advantage. Arms wide open, running forward, and Madison sticks the ball in. You can tell he's absolutely chuffed with himself. Oh, it's, that's the Mike, That's the textbook <laughs> Mike Dean power move. The, the top two Mike Dean power moves are that one, and sometimes he gives it the old celebration if he yeah. plays an advantage. How many score. assists has Dean got? Now? Oh, he's got a few. <laughs> and, and his other power move is the, um, the enthusiastic denial of a penalty. Yeah, <laughs> that's my favourite. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, so actually, no, my favourite would be it could be a penalty, but usually it's a free kick, something soft, and he'll just shake his head as if, oh, oh, go, away. Yeah, go away, go yeah. away. Uh, yeah. Finally for now, uh, Nick, Nick Phipps, hello Nick, um, hello Ramblers, sat watching the Man City demolition of the Terriers. Uh, and I'm struck by the fact that all three City subs coming on have been left footers, Mares, uh, Ford and Sane. Uh, added to the already left-pegged ones of Edison, uh, Davy Silva, with a goal-kicking assist and a free-kick peach each, uh, Mendy, first-time cross-animal, plus the relatively quiet lefties, Laporte and Bernie Silva. I'm wondering if there's ever been a more dominantly lopsided hammering or even game. I'm really bad at knowing what players, what foot. Yeah, players. but I, I take that point because I watch from mirrors sometimes. Yeah. What wh- 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 in the which, sports bars? Uh, which foot did Davosuke use? Um, that was his right foot, wasn't it? You've been serious. <laughs> <laughs> you did well there. You fooled me. Ah, <laughs> you threw it back in my yep, face. Wall over my eyes. If you want to get in touch with the show, as always, short thefootballramble dot com. And those of you who are crying out for a Fort William FC update. <laughs> Stick around till the end. <laughs> because Pete will not read the emails. Not doing them. He will not do them. We were at Wembley to see Fulham nearly get a point against Spurs. <laughs> how I'd frame it, but of course, that would be slightly misleading. Tottenham won 3-1. Fulham did give Spurs a little scare and Mitrovic scored. Can we call it a diving header, Peter? I thought he had to do a lot from where he was. I know he's point blank range, uh, but... <sighs> I've seen Mitrovic put those right into the keeper's hands and he's a decent keeper and I think putting it in the roof of the net was uh, actually quite canny from him. Um, admittedly, he was right in front of the, the, the Well, he couldn't really goal. miss, but couldn't it was really good miss, improvisation. No, it I Spurs obviously were very, very good in the first half. Missed and, a fair few chances. Exactly. They were quite profligate. Yeah, they appeared to be a little bit, which you could understand because of the trunk, they've had a truncated pre-season mm. because a lot of their players were, were away at the World Cup quite late. Um, they appeared to be a little bit rusty, like the final ball or mm. the finish. It wasn't quite there until Mora stepped up, who for me was man of the match, by the way, stepped up and, and scored that lovely one. And then Fulham flew out the blocks after half they time, did. didn't they? Um, and and, and it's, the, the encouraging, thing, encouraging thing for Fulham fans for this season so far will be that in spells, they've looked very good. Mm. Now, if they can put that together for a whole game, work out how they're going to approach playing big teams away from home because they weren't really in the game in the first 40 minutes, were they, mm. uh, at the weekend? I mean, they, you're right. They did. Sessegnon had a chance and Kearney had an effort. So they've still created a, a, a small amount, but you are right defensively and trying to when they play teams who don't let them pass out from the back. You know the way, you know the, the, the goalkeeper from goal kicks wants to play it 
you know, to either when the when the defenders split the box, if you like, mm. um, where, where, whereas Spurs, you know, just pushed up and uh, and put the pressure on them. But Fulham found it difficult to pass away. Mm. But yeah. When Fulham were given a chance, so teams will look at Fulham and think, right, we can't let them play. Uh, but it, but if Fulham can find a way of playing and being a little bit more solid when they need to, yeah, there was a few chances that they, they snuffed out from Spurs, but Spurs could have had five or six. Oh, yeah. whereas, whereas, but you could also argue, you know, Fulham could have had maybe two or three. Now, you know, to lose six three would be would still be a hammering, you know. But the, but the point is that that Fulham need to get better. But as you say, Luke, there's encouraging signs there. I, I can, I, for me, the the, the team that that Jukanovic picked, I thought was quite odd. I just don't think there was enough in there, enough about them. I mean, they, he, enough steel. He kept McDonald on the bench, didn't mm. use him at all. I understand he wanted to give Anguissa a was it a debut for him? Nothing. Possibly. I don't maybe. think he played against Palace. Um, I don't think Kearney gives you anything really off the ball in the middle of the pitch. So that's a gamble, really, especially away from home. He's great on the ball. He's a great yeah. little football player. He's a great technician. Mm-hmm. I, I like him on the ball. Um, but without the ball, not sure. Seri's good, but he can't do it all on his own. And yeah. I think he's, he's going to have to have an adjustment period. Um, I don't re- particularly rate Kamara, who didn't do much on it and then came off. Um, you wonder whether Chambers is is strong enough at centre back for a whole Premier League season. Well, Fossett meant to play it right back against um, against a decent team. Yeah. All these question marks. Well, I mean, Dennis Adoy is still suspended for Fulham, but is he Premier League quality? Well, that, well that's yeah. I was about to, and also reacting to um, obvious, uh, obvious like, like positionally, like they just let Trippier have the ball well, all the time. Well, like, it was to... just right on. He was right on the right hand side. And he just he just hugged the touchline, and nobody bothered but Pete, tracking what Spurs, him. What Spurs do really well when they've got the ball yeah. is they bomb right out wide. Mm, that's right. So you'll see Trippier hugging the touchline, he, and he, Davis he, or Rose or whoever it's doing the same. He didn't need to be that quick though. They, they just weren't looking. They just weren't looking. And every time he was there, and every time he got the he, he received the pass, it was insanity. It was nice to see. It's nice to see Trippier continuing in his uh, fine form. Lovely yeah. the World kick. Cup. Oh, what a free kick that was! That was a real one-two that killed the game. Basically, because then Kane popped up a couple of minutes mm, later yep. and scored a lovely finish, um, and that was the end of the game. But it's a beautiful free kick. Well, it he fantastic. it looked like Kane was not going to get on the score sheet at all, even though this is probably his best chance, you'd argue, in the in, in the first few matches they've got. Um, but he to 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 get his August goal that he's been uh, wanting for the last couple of seasons. He's done it. Thing. He's done it. He's finally got it. I reckon it he, might, he might fill his boots at Old Trafford, mate. <laughs> yeah. You True. never know. Blimey, yeah. But Fulham, they're at home to Burnley next, I believe. Mm. Well, they've got they've got to keep the faith. They've got. To not not lose heart because against Palace they they knocked on the door over and over and over again and it didn't happen for them. Doesn't mean it won't happen against Burnley. They they're capable of beating Burnley, um, but their season needs to get cracking really. I I just think it's easy from with hindsight and obviously from the sidelines. I think the team he picked against Spurs was a was for me the wrong team. They need to be more robust. They can't just completely doggedly and dogmatically stick to their ideals of playing lovely football because it's very unforgiving in the top flight now. It certainly is. Um, speaking of which, West Ham. Oh dear! Are their fans going to be forgiving? <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! Go if, one. Go if on, you, Peter. If you watch it, first half they were good. They controlled the match, but they didn't really create that many chances. Second half was an abhorrent display. <laughs> A truly abhorrent display. <laughs> was an insult to all that is holy at home. <laughs> at home. Yeah. Oy, oy, oy. Dreadful. Uh, well, but uh, the the funny thing is, though, is um, you're not going to talk about this Callum Wilson guy, are you? Because that was a absolute shambles Wilson for England that was the worst defending of the weekend with the greatest respect to QPR we'll come on to in a minute is Callum <laughs> Wilson knocking on England's door uh, well oh don't we know still but it is <laughs> it, it, it's almost like if he is knocking on the door the sort of um, the, bar- the, bar- the barriers he's had in the way to that door <laughs> have mostly been West Ham defenders on the floor <laughs> And goalkeepers not saving P-rolling shots. So, I mean, if that's what it takes to get you that journey through to the England, yeah. to Gareth Southgate's office door, uh-huh. then good for you. I've got no beef with Callum Wilson. I hope he, I hope he goes and plays well for England you, or whatever. Are you penalising him for, for finding a shortcut to that door? I'm penalising... No, I'm not penalising him at all. All I'm <laughs> saying is, nipping in and out of dusty bluebells, <laughs> having a lovely old time, an hour into a Premier League going away from home. The, the blame for that lies firmly at the door of people like Pablo, Pablo Zabaleta, okay. whose legs have gone 18 months ago. Yep. And I, I was, I was, shall I say, I mean, at best surprised, at worst just just damn confused yeah. about how the, the goalkeeper interpreted his role for that particular <laughs> shot, which was going about four miles an hour yeah. and, went, and managed to get through his legs. It's the sort of thing that when when, they, when Pete plays for his Sunday team when the keeper doesn't turn up, Pete's a good egg, so he'll volunteer to go and goal. Yeah. Yes. And you would have saved that, Pete. Thanks, mate. No worries, you would have think. I'll be honest with you, I thought you were going to come off worse in that Yeah, no, I know. Surprised, actually. Oh, you let a lot of other ones in because <laughs> some, 
Some of them are too high for yeah, you. There, there, we there, we yeah, there we go. There we go. And it's five aside. But the thing about the West Ham should have remembered, and maybe they did, they just couldn't do anything about it. Um, Bournemouth are great when they go a goal behind. They don't lose well, heart that, at all. That They've got a great spirit. That impressive stat that they had on match of the day and, and so on was Bournemouth gained 19 points from losing positions in the Premier League in 2018, seven more than any other side. Oh. It shows the team spirit, Pete Donaldson. You can't. That, uh, that you can't man, that. Eddie Howe. <laughs> Eddie Howe. Edward. And and I mean, is it, would you be concerned about, about West Ham, Marcus, based on what you've seen? Enormously. Yeah. Uh, Pellegrini said that he was disappointed that so many fans left before the end. Mm. And I thought, mm, don't put any focus don't on the fans. That. Don't do that. But the thing is, that enough. I understood, I sort of understand his opinion on that in isolation. Mm. But in the context of what happened, as what, uh, in the context of what has happened at that club and that stadium in the last uh, sort of six months or whatever, I don't think turning the attention to the fans is a good idea. No, no. But, but do you think the fans, for their part, perhaps understandably, are just looking for any excuse to, to, to get annoyed again because of the way they feel like they've been treated? Oh, maybe, but the fans have been mistreated. This is the thing. Yeah. This is not going to go away. Even if West Ham started winning games and they had a great season finished, I don't know, seventh maybe, you're still not going to go away. The, the things have still happened. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that does appease you somewhat because ultimately, as a football fan, you're there to watch your club play football and you want them to do it in the best possible way. And if they can do that in the best possible way and start getting performances and start winning games and start giving people some some moments where they might remember it in years to come, yeah. yes, that may well appease people. Uh, and people may well sort of come around and think, you know what, this is, we've had to we've had to take a lot of crap here, mm. but at least there's a little f something to watch. That's not happening. I, I understand that. I think that's, that's probably fair. I mean, from Pellegrini's point of view, I mean, he's a new manager in the job. He's trying to sort of get cracking with a clean slate. He's brought a lot of players in. And I think if you're the manager, who has nothing to do with what's happened in the past at West Ham, because you've only just taken the job and your team are 2-1 down, but hopefully, I mean, I didn't see the entire of the, entirety of the game, so I don't know, but hopefully fighting to get, get something out of the game and, and all the fans are leaving... When you're still in the game, it's not like they're five nil down. Yeah, right. It's a little bit disheartening from the manager's point of view. But um, this game was like a straight four four two versus a four four two, from what I saw. And Wilshire and Noble in the middle. I mean, Wilshire needs to come up to speed fast. Oh yeah, because Mark Noble's not an improving player. No. He's been a great servant to West Ham, and I actually quite like him. Um, I liked him three or four years ago, and I thought I think it was about three or four years ago when he, I thought he was unlucky not to get a call up for England because he, he's just a very solid defend uh, midfield player on his day. He's not that player now. He's not getting better. Jack Wilshire is the guy who's got a fresh start, got a new a new club, appears to be fit. He needs to come up to speed because, um, I, I, admittedly, of course, you're, you're relying on players like Chicharito, Arnautovic and uh, Snodgrass around the central midfield area to drop it and help out. Perhaps yeah. they could have done it's more. It's quite attacking, though. It is, it is, it is. It is, and I think, I think, yeah, they, they, they need to do more because a game at home to Bournemouth, with the greatest respect to those cherries, um, <laughs> you'd be hoping to pop those cherries uh, at home particularly yeah. and they weren't able to do that well they would they'd be hoping to win that game Pete it's a winnable game for them it's a winnable game Pete Donaldson and you of all people should know that cannot deny that at all are we ready to go to the championship yes <laughs> let's start with uh, the team we used to call WBA West Brom they beat QPR 7 one. Steve McLaren was left shocked and angry. <laughs> I, I know it seems obvious to say they conceded seven actual goals, <laughs> but wow. Yeah. I mean, wow. That defending for the final three or four goals was unreal. Do you? I mean, it's interesting when you watch the highlights back because, of course, uh, Lynch did equalise for QPR on 34 minutes. How little they knew. And then, of course, <laughs> they, they then got lynched in the second yeah. half. It was six goals in that, in that second half for West Brom. And West Brom... Under Darren Moore, have started the season amazingly well. Well, they have, yeah. I mean, they, three they, wins. Yeah, they, they, I mean, they've been they've been very. No, good. They got, haven't they got two wins in the draw? Oh, one, in, one in the cup. No, two wins in the draw. Oh, three wins. In the, okay, one oh, okay, in the cup. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because even the draw, you know, they they felt that they could have maybe um, sure. had something more, but they, well, the way they've started, you would think, my goodness, they could uh, they could come back up. You know, there's a lot of competition up the top of uh, of the league, of course. I mean, Leeds made it three wins out of three. They're looking yeah. good, but I mean, mm. it's it's the post-December time for Leeds, you know, when they all sort of go, this is tiring and yeah, they'll be getting they'll, on our nerves. They'll be knackered, but but and I guess they'll cross the, try and cross that bridge when they come to it and rack up as many points as they can. But on, on the QPR thing, yeah. I don't want to sort of sit the boot in a QPR because their fans have had a very difficult time. There's mm -hmm. been issues with transfer bans. They've, they, I, to, to me, 
they they were it was a wrong decision to get rid of Ian Holloway, who seemed to have figured out his team and 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 um, and just got them playing and did very well to keep them up last season. Uh, and you know, QPR fans are welcome to get in touch with me. They think I'm talking nonsense here, but I think that was a poor decision to get rid of him and bring Steve McLaren in. Um, I don't think Steve McLaren's done anywhere near enough in the recent past to show that he deserves a job of that size. Um, and while QPR have got problems with personnel, they've got one or two young players coming through, haven't they? The, um, that boy Easy um, is, is something they, that someone they've got their eye on. Hopefully, will improve a lot over over the coming years, and, and he can be a player they can really get behind. But they've got no goal scorer, mm. and they've got no real options. But what the fans should be able to expect is for the players to actually battle and try really hard because it's no disgrace to lose 2-1 or whatever or 3-1 even away from home against West Brom who came mm-hmm. down from the Premier League last season but the way they piled in the last 15-20 minutes in that game was yeah. disgraceful well that's what McLaren it was said. absolutely disgraceful yeah. six it, second half goals yeah I mean the thing, for, for in the same way that people you know I enjoy watching like mad stuff doesn't happen very often mm-hmm. I enjoyed watching it because it was like what is happening here yeah. but, uh, but QPR are... are a great club and I feel yeah. I feel bad for them I feel bad for that result for them yeah but conversely I feel really good for Darren Moore because I think we all, all agreed that but he we, doesn't he's... need seven does he he doesn't need <laughs> seven just three. he'll take the win and move on whatever happens yeah that's but true he, he just seems to have got on fire and, and, that, and that's what I like about it compare him to you know Pardew and Pulis and all those kind of like managers that have just in the past just made them look really stodgy yeah they, he's got Attacking think, partnerships all yeah. over that pitch is brilliant. I, I think there's a lot of, well, certainly in this room, but I'm sure other people, there's goodwill towards Darren Moore. Yeah. Oh, and, definitely. And definitely. And the West seems Brown like Brown. a decent chap. He knows the club well and he's getting them going. But Steve McLaren be... looked about 80. <laughs> in his tactics, in his face, yeah. he just looked so past it. Yeah. But with, with he was the... playing Herbert Chapman's WM. That's how old fashioned. But, you know, let's get this right. Yeah. West Brom have got far better players. I mean, look at the players mm. they've got on that team. Gale, Rodriguez, um, Livermore, Brunt, Phillips, Gibbs. Um, Bitcoins, Hal, Hal robson Carnu. Yeah, yeah. 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 Bitcoins, Hal, who's on loan at West Brom from Bitcoin. You know, <laughs> he's on loan from, from blockchain. Um, but but it does, uh, that doesn't now matter. Now you sound about 80. Yeah, doesn't, yeah well, I, I don't understand any of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't matter. The, the, the point is they're both in the same division mm. and, this, and these, teams, these teams should be battling. Mm. And like you said, Marcus, they, 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 they brought themselves level midway through the first half or whenever it was. Yeah. Um, there's no excuse to pile in like that. No I just think excuse. I feel sorry for the fans that travelled there and are, and they've got a game tomorrow night, I believe, against Bristol City and they've got to put it right. Yeah. Bristol City have had a difficult start mm. so there's a chance for them there to do something but they need a reaction. If they don't get a reaction tomorrow night, McLaren won't be long for this for this club either. Yeah, you know, so it's it's, it's a lot, there's a lot at stake. It's true, and if and if West Brom do grow up, it, grow up, go up. No, sorry. grow up. Yeah, <laughs> grow up. Grow don't up. score seven. Don't kick someone while they're Stop being petty. <laughs> grow up. Take your two-one win and move on. <laughs> don't knacker yourself out. If they do go up, then um, we. Pep said. We, we don't look forward to the inevitability of Darren Moore getting them into the division and then and immediately be being sacked and yeah. then replaced by Paolo Di Canio. Or who would it be? Pa- no, it wouldn't it, be Pardew. It'll be the Newcastle model. It'll be Pardew. It'll be in. No, no, because no, Pardew's no, been he's there. He's been there, mate. Yeah. He's been there. And no, no, let's, but like... let's, let's just say it's taken a while to wash that stink away. <laughs> and that stink is Blue Stratos. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> when you get Pardew and you pay him many, many ways. Yeah. Pardew's been there. Yeah. And let's move on to Peter Crouch, who scored his 200th league goal in Stoke's 2 draw with Preston. Alex Neal wasn't too impressed. He took it well, didn't he, Alex with Neal? Gra- <laughs> I mean, speaking of growing up, seriously, grow up. <laughs> Is he a man who looks like he would take things well? He said, uh, I don't think Crouch changed the game. What he did was, <laughs> corner comes in, he jumps up, the ball comes off his back and goes in the net. I don't think he changed the game in the slightest. He influenced the game by scoring the goal. <laughs> well, he, didn't, he didn't change the game in the slightest, apart from admittedly scoring the equaliser, <laughs> which really is all you can ask for. And it ended too well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, you went, if you did a West Brom yeah. after the equaliser, then you scored six goals, yeah. and people were going, oh, wasn't it brilliant? Crouch came on and got that. You could say, well, hang on, well, you then went and scored six. Can I say, <laughs> I have, could understand that. I'd have more respect for Alex Neil if he said, do you know what? I'm bloody annoyed he scored that goal. <laughs> and to be honest, a... I'm feeling a bit petty about it. So... <laughs> I'm, I'm quite angry at the moment. So if you would prefer to yeah. not ask me about that, I'd, I'd like that. Yeah, if you'd, what do you think of Peter Crouch? Oh, piss off. Yeah. <laughs> That'd have been better. The lanky streak of piss. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. Um, but yes, uh, oh, Middlesbrough, top of the league, talking to Pulis. Well, they'll be getting a Bromin on Friday, so <laughs> look out. Well, yeah, we look forward to that. <laughs> or do we? We like both clubs. Getting a Bromin. Getting a Bromin. <laughs> I love that. To yeah. Brom. To, to Brom is to, to hope. To unexpectedly to win well. To Brom. <laughs> there you go. Mm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we shall crack open the WhatsApp group after this.
there's no doubt what I have done on, on Saturday after the game is disgusting. <laughs> Oh, uh, you got to laugh when someone spits in someone's face. Oh, he said some really um, decent things about Newcastle over the weekend. As well, so he didn't deserve that. But, but, he also, but I will. But I did. Don't label my buttons. So I could have been anything. Could have been anything. He also wasn't. Look, I'm not defending what he did, but he was also an absolute gent <laughs> when I interviewed him for Ramble Meets. Yeah, he was a lovely fellow. You can listen to it now. Yeah, on the on no, the yeah, feed. I don't, think, I don't think you can actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, we'll get it. We'll get it out soon. We will get it out. The preview mm. show sponsored by Bet Three Six Five will be out on Thursday. That we can guarantee. How did our best better get on Luke Moore? Well, he bet on Newcastle. Yeah. So <laughs> show at thefootballramble.com <laughs> for the next suggestion. <laughs> but we're going to have to be careful. This is an open plea to listeners everywhere. As a group. And it is as a group. We're going to have to be careful here because we've already um, vetoed any Everton bet because they're, right, bad, okay, they're, yeah, they're yeah. bad luck in quotes. Newcastle's as well. No. Before we know it, we've lost 10% of the Premier League we can actually bet on. <laughs> to be fair, Kennedy did miss a penalty in the last minute of the game. But it was both teams to score in Newcastle to uh, win. So Newcastle needed to, to, to concede one and yes. score two. Right. Looking back on it, it was mental. <laughs> but you've got to go with what the listeners suggest. That's so okay. show at thefootballramble.com with best bet in the subject line for Thursday's show and we'll look forward to reading through them and finding one. Love that. <laughs> Love that. Now then, it's time to open the WhatsApp group. Yes, the WhatsApp group. Every week on this show, uh, we give you a digest of what's been rocking our butt uh, on, the, on, the, uh, on the old WhatsApp. Have you got a little jingle for that? No, I've not got a jingle. I'm waiting for the thing. <laughs> um, do you want me to open? Should I crack open this, with you? That conversation is like a jingle. Yeah. Do you want to over jingle it? People yeah. are only complaining about going for gold bled. No, I, the, the bled. bled. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think every going week, for gold Pete, bled. Every week, I'm going to ask you if you've got a jingle. Yeah, yeah. That can be the jingle. Yeah. Um, can I start, as promised, with um, a little Fort William FC update? Of course you can. You um, are, mate, they you played um, Inverurie Loco Works at the weekend. Of course they did. Yeah, lost 10 0. <laughs> <laughs> they genuinely <laughs> lost 10 0 again. Inverurie. What are yeah. they doing? Oh, my goodness. Pete, what are they doing up there? They lost 10 0 again at the weekend. Uh, can what? they get relegated? Right. Well, I mean, obviously, I mean. I'm, I'm talking about the system because clearly they can. I've got a feeling that the, the football league might find a way. <laughs> have, you got, have you have you got a stadium that uh, you know passes muster? Well, yeah. you, you're staying in. That's it. So, so basically, they've had, they've had five match days in um, in their division, uh-huh. and it's been 11-1, 11-1, 6-0, 10-0, 10-0. The goals yeah. have dried up, haven't they? Formentine United next Saturday. Look out next Monday for a Fort William FC mm. update. That's flight in my boat every week yeah. until they win a game. That's right. Well, that's this is going to be a regular fixture then. Yeah. <laughs> we're with you, Fort William. What I need to do is organise a friendly against Steve McLaren's QPR. Or the Football Ramble. Yeah, that would help. Confidence booster for us. And and Pete, the only other thing I had for the WhatsApp to bring to the table would be an update on Neville Southall's latest Twitter activity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want to you want to air that dirty laundry, do you? So to speak. Listen, you're 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 a live broadcaster. Dance around it with a with a series <laughs> of uh, of uh, implications. To be honest, it, well, he's, um, uh, I think we said last season that we were really we proud. We said last season that we're very proud of the way that a man advancing years Pete, has covered himself in uh, glory in the the way that he uh, has opened his. Uh, Twitter account to uh, marginalised groups and stuff and like mind. that. And mind. And um, mind. Yeah. And he, he uh, understands his own shortcomings as a man who's getting on a bit and I wish uh, people of his age and people of his vintage would do the exact same thing. Uh, I fear, though, he may be <laughs> conflating fetish and lifestyle and life choices and just, you know, a yeah. state of being. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, yeah. He was, try- he was trying to get people to populate his Twitter, to do a Twitter takeover. And I'm not, I'm not judging it. I'm just saying it's worthy of discussion. With people, oh, who, I'm saying it's not worthy. With people who, because you're scared of sex, man. The people who like to wear <laughs> adult people who like to wear nappies. Yes. So okay, that is, is that what I'm scared of, Peter? Yeah. Is it? I'm just. Go I'm on, just on you go. As, as to be fair, per- in this conversation on the WhatsApp group, I added something much worse to <laughs> you did, that actually. we can't even get into. No. Yes, no, we have to yeah. censor our own chat about our own WhatsApp. So, Marcus, what are yeah. you bringing to the table? I think Nev is a force for good, good um, but he misjudges that one. Yeah, okay. I, I think I think he's cool, and I think if, he's cool. If, if that... He also once sued his own daughter. Yeah, he did. I mean, he's to moved on medals. from those. Yeah, uh, yeah. those to get his days. medals back. I enjoyed uh, enjoyed uh, Doctor Tony. Is it Jia? Oh yeah, Jia. Uh, we say Jia. Jia, uh, who uh, basically just tweeted, "Not a pleasant weekend." <laughs> Aston Villa. He's supremo. He's pleasingly forthright, Doctor um, <laughs> yeah, Tony. The doctor. Yeah. Yeah. What about? Um, I think Villa fans very much agree. Let's make that yeah. very clear. Luke Moore was very pleased, as as he should be. With, with uh, his new with, nappies. With, with <laughs> perfect Peterborough and perfect Pompey. Yes, I'm very pleased that Portsmouth have started the season well, of course, right at the top of League One. 
where most people would say they belong. Um, <laughs> they've actually done a good line in scoring own goals that don't matter too much, apart right. from the one in mm-hmm. the League Cup, which knocked us out. But you have to get rid of them because they will start to matter soon. They will, mm. exactly. Yeah, but I'm pleased with that. Yeah, three wins out of three, Luke Moore. Yeah. Is it going to be? Are they going to reverse up the Pompey Highway? You can only. Oh, they shouldn't do that. They should go in the other lane because otherwise they're going <laughs> to crash again. Okay. Um, <laughs> and the other thing I wanted to talk about briefly was this talk of David Moyes. Yeah. You like this one? Why don't you tell tell the listeners? Well, there's talk of uh, Davy Moyes emerging as one of the front runners for, front runners for the uh, the USA men's national team ah. job. Have they Which got rocks be... in their head? <laughs> <laughs> well, that wouldn't be that bad, would it, Moisey? I worry about where is it? Where are they based though? Oh, like, in on, America. In... Come on now, yeah. it's at 1801 South Prairie Avenue in Chicago, Illinois. So I was wondering if it was going to be like the West Coast with that skin, not having it. True, but. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, Chicago might be a pretty good uh, choice. Good it, gets, it gets quite hot, gets quite cold as well. I think well. Wayne Rooney's thinking, stop following me everywhere. <laughs> Why are you following me again? Yeah. Well, I mean, we wanted to see Big Sam, obviously, because Big Uncle Sam. We heard from Big Sam earlier, works, of course. Yeah. We did, yeah. yeah. It's unlikely now. But I, I think Moyes wouldn't be a bad appointment. I bumped into Big Sam about two weeks ago. Or was it a week ago? I'll tell you about that. I don't think you and, did. And I think... Um, and I'm still feeling did I, it. Did I tell my Big Sam story? No, go for it. You tell your mine's rubbish. Mine's just that he was a lot more cheerful than I was expecting him to be. I don't think. He, yeah, I think that's. Did I? I can't. Did I say this on the? You can't pull the wool over my eyes. With him in the back in the car with Sammy Lee. Did I tell that on the ramble? Just say it again. Oh, All right. right. Again, it's boring. Did, I, did it. I say that? Oh, I, <laughs> I have said it. I have. No, I've said it. I've said it. All right. Well, yeah. if we haven't said it, we're fucked, aren't we, Mark? Yeah. <laughs> no, I have. On. I have because cameraman Sam's not like said anything. Do a real quick pricey of it for people who haven't heard that episode. Yes. All right. Okay. Fair one. Big Sam was being interviewed. Uh, in the back of a car because they were in transit and I think it was probably the only um, free bit of time that he could, he could yeah, give yeah, yeah, a yeah. particular interviewer um, and uh, they weren't parked up or anything <laughs> and, uh, and and he's interviewing Big Sam and Sammy Lee was in the car with his trousers off because apparently he doesn't like to, to, to wear his trousers when, when travelling. Yeah. I, I would have remembered this story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell man me, man after, after Pete's heart, he'd remember this. Definitely. Tell me, he had adult diapers on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and and it seemed that Sammy Lee's, uh, I suppose, task in all this was to uh, take Towel. out was to take out um, Werther's originals from the packets, yeah. uh, unwrap them, and hand them to Big Sam. <laughs> right now, you right, you told me that story, but you did not tell me the um, the man he had no trousers on while he was doing it. That presents a whole different image for me. I like the idea. I mean, and naked. one that does not tally with the world's original, um, you know, Brand. hard butter candy Brand advert. values. I remember when Grandad used to remove his trousers and give me <laughs> his delicious butter candy. Um, you can imagine Big Sam saying to Sam Lee, you're ready to unwrap my Werther's, yeah? Unwrap yourself first. <laughs> <laughs> unwrap the Lee. Yeah. Then unwrap the candy. Big Sam's having his Werther's. <laughs> Oh, there we go. I'm pretty sure I've told that story, but it's worth recounting. I don't I recall tune that in, tune in this time next week to hear it again, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> there we are, ladies and gentlemen. That is the end of the Football Ramble for this week. Thank you for listening. The previous show is out on Thursday. Do not forget that. Say goodbye, Luke Moore. Um, I will, but just before I do, stay in touch with us on Twitter, oh. at Football Ramble and mm. at The Football Ramble on Instagram for lots of behind-the-scenes business, bits and pieces. And mm, don't forget yeah. to drop us a review wherever you get your podcast from. It would mean a great deal to us. Thank you very much and see you on Thursday. Absolutely. And if you go into our uh, uh, social media channels, you'll see my new haircut. Say goodbye, Pete Donaldson. <laughs> Bye-bye, Marcus. <laughs> and it's goodbye from me. It's similar to the others. Four cups and one. Eight hours off, Marcus. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.